Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of Press A for Overtime. I'm your host, Jacob Hujik, and with me today is Brandon Williams. Yep. And Taylor Severn. We literally changed the name right before the show. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. <laughs> yes, this is our first episode on a brand new podcast all about Overwatch. We're going to be uh, doing this every week, covering different cop topics, news, and the like. But seeing as the game just came out at the time of our recording, well, not just, it came out yesterday. But, um,. We're recording it fresh off. This the is the today. release date. It's release. It's technical release date. Yes. Um, technical release date. Yeah, today. Yeah, it came out a little bit early, but shh, that was a secret. New um, game, new podcast. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so today we're going to be covering um, how the game transitioned uh, from its reveal through its multiple betas to how it is now. Um, so why don't we just get to it? Um, so when did you guys first? see and also uh, first play overwatch and um, what was your experience and reaction to it brandon we'll start with you i heard about it a while back probably like near the end of 2014 but i never saw or like actually looked into it until uh blizzcon 2015 that's when i like saw the gameplay saw the trailers and then uh kind of got stoked about it nice but then the first time i played it was like the last beta the end of april yeah, the, May? Big, the big open beta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm aware that it's a much different game than what Taylor's played at the earlier betas. Waves hands. <laughs> yes, Taylor, you you had a little bit more experience um, than either of us with the with the beta. Do you want to talk about how it? Uh, well, first, how what your uh, reaction to it was and how it's changed. Well. uh... I first learned about Overwatch, like many people did, uh, during the BlizzCon that they announced it, because um, I care a lot about Blizzard games. And so I had my ear to the ground for uh, BlizzCon there. And, like, first reactions, like, it seemed like a, it was incredibly different for Blizzard to do something like this. Yeah, um, like, they haven't done a shooter before. They tried, but, you know... Indefinite hiatus, I'm sad still. <laughs> Ghosts. And um, thanks for letting clueless audience members know. You're welcome, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> and, like, even back then, like, the obvious comparisons were to TF2 and all this. But it was really interesting for Blizzard to try something completely new because the previous year or some, or previous last two years, we thought they were going to announce something completely new and it was hearthstone it's like well it's just a warcraft game it's not different but th th this is the first new ip and that 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 was really like kind of exciting and the new the first new ip in 17 20 years something like that blizzard had stuck to their core they're they're well they stuck to warcraft for a long time <laughs> and then they brought back starcraft, starcraft and diablo, diablo yeah in a big way yeah starcraft was their newest franchise before this um so, uh, what was your experience with, uh, with the first beta? Uh, I was able to play the beta when they first did an, like, open weekend, but, like, it was still invite-only, but, like, they were letting More a few people, people in, in. For a weekend, yeah. Yeah, and, um, that was my first experience with it. And it, it, it really, like, unsurprisingly, it felt like an unfinished game. No way! <laughs> 
Um, how long ago was that? Like, when did they do that? Six, six months? Something like that. It was half a year or more, I believe, when Taylor got in. And back then, it was just like the a matchmaking system. I think all the characters were there. Yeah, I, yes, I believe all, all the, the characters, characters would have been there. Not all the maps, uh, but you described it as basically just like a shell for a matchmaking system. There was nothing else there. It was just a matchmaking system with you could choose characters. Yeah. And um, when I tried the beta for the second time in May, uh, it really did feel like a fleshed out game. And like it, unsurprisingly, they, they put effort and work into the game in between that year and a half. You, you don't say. <laughs> I know, it's surprising. I remember when you when you played the beta for the first time, you weren't terribly impressed. I mean, shooters aren't really your, your forte, are they? Um, I don't play a lot of PC shooters. I used to I used to I used to play uh console shooters a little bit when in the past on my friend's console. Um but essentially my experience was soul crushingly painful I wanted to die. And then I started to not be horrible. And I was like, this game's okay. And I enjoyed it after that transitioning period. And it's just how long that transition period is, really. Yeah, I mean, it helps when you have more than 24 hours to play the game. But I remember when you when you first got into it, once I was able to start playing, which was that, um, that oh, like, invite beta right before the, the big open beta. Um, you you kind of came in reluctantly, but you wanted to try it, and uh, you you seemed to warm up to it a little bit more. You found a couple characters that you really enjoyed, and you were more excited about the fact that the game was more of a game and not, like you said, just a, a matchmaking system. Um, well, the old beta, it, it, I left hopeful. I was like, oh, that was actually kind of fun. Oh, okay. And then I pl start play, tried the new beta again. I'm like, oh god, I, it's the soul crushing thing again. I forgot about that. Oh. So that, that was it takes a bit to warm up to. That was a fun learning experience. Uh, I myself am, am like Brandon, well versed in shooters. Uh, I, I've been playing competitive shooters for many years, uh, really since the um, uh, Call of Duty Four. Um, so I was really looking forward to Overwatch because I love Blizzard. Uh, so I wanted to see what they could do with a shooter. And uh, when I got into the beta, I was really, really excited. Um, later on, once the open beta hit, and I was able to invite all my friends to play, including these these two uh, chuckleheads, um, we started. We're not playing. friends of his; we're just chuckleheads to him. Yes, yeah. we, there's no no um, friendliness at all. Um, and also got my cousins in. And we all play. We got a six stack going at one point, and it was awesome. Like the game was just it just felt so good, and it was still technically in beta. Granted, about to release, but um, yeah, it got me really pumped and excited. Uh, and going back through what I remember seeing from the reveal, um, and then also in the betas, I'm surprised by how little the core of the game has changed. But there is like those small, like polished details that have um, you can kind of notice. Especially if you look at the original reveal trailer for the um, for the game, you can see some of the animation was a little bit more stilted. Not much, like it still looks great, but compared to now where everything just looks, it's got this just awesome sheen and all the characters like kind of bounce and animate so so perfectly. Uh, back then it, it was a little bit more what you'd expect from... Robotic. Yeah, not, not exactly, but a little bit um, more than it is now. Um, but uh, besides that and... Uh, yeah, besides that, the, the core of the game is relatively the same, and it's it's just been polished to a awesome shine. 
uh, we, me and Brandon noticed a couple things when the game launched today, yesterday. Um, like the introduction of a kill feed in the corner of the screen, which I feel like doesn't look as good as some of the rest of the game, but it wasn't there before, so hopefully they'll, they'll I like kind it. of... Yeah? Alrighty. I, I think it, it doesn't... It's probably as good as a kill feed gets. Like, it shows you exactly what the person was that killed you. Yeah. And, Functionally, and then you it's get perfect. the kill cam as well. Functionally, is nice. perfect, but just, it doesn't seem to match the aesthetic of anything, but it, like that's the minorest of minor qualms. Uh, I also noticed that the gun models might look slightly better. I couldn't I think really some of tell. them. Yeah, I think there's a little bit more detail, not just to the guns, to the environments as well. There's more doodads, and, and the characters say more lines to each other, but generally the game is more or less the same as when it came out. And there was like some more like, flair on the menu and stuff. So, relatively minor stuff. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, was there anything else before we move on to, uh, that you noticed uh, for going from the betas? Um, well, not being able to play like the previous betas i did notice a couple things on like trailers and stuff that are completely different now <laughs> yeah that's true um not naming anything but like the bastion shield jesus christ thank <laughs> not god naming that's anything at all but also this but, new um... thing right here. <laughs> no yeah. i mean other than that i mean it just looks more polished um more cleaner and it i'm gonna say it plays it plays better um, speaking of some of the uh, character changes, like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Bastion at one point had a shield, whereas now he does not. He gets more art, uh, health now, I believe. Um, but it also took him a lot of time to get into his turret mode, where now it's very, very quick. Um, also, Torbjorn went through a couple changes uh, where his, um, before, his turret could be dropped and upgraded all the way to level 3 with just his hammer. Uh, whereas now, he has, he can only upgrade it to level 2, and once he gets his ultimate up, it'll, uh, upgrade to level three automatically there were some that, other small c character changes i can't think of any major ones those seem like the two biggest ones but um yeah the, the really the game hasn't changed terribly i was trying to figure out how to play for bjorn torbjorn torbjorn yeah yeah i'm swedish yeah i was trying to figure out how to play him yesterday but uh i kind of gave up really quick no go yeah well he's he's defensive i'm pretty sure you're trying to play him offensively <laughs> no no definitely yeah, he, I never really got into him either, which is weird because I played the Engineer in, in Team Fortress 2, but I can't quite get the hang of him. I kind of prefer Bastion. I like being the turret and killing things. Uh, although I really like Symmetra, in either case. Um, so before the game's reveal and betas and such, um, there was a game that Blizzard was working on called Titan. Now, Titan was rumored for a long time. It was, it was supposed to be the next big thing after WoW from Blizzard. Uh, and it was supposed to be an MMO. Um, now, the team behind it had previously worked on on World of Warcraft, on Warcraft 3, other titles titles for Blizzard, and some for not for Blizzard. They brought in new people for it, either industry veterans or just really talented uh, new kids. Um, and they had the whole of Blizzard behind them, uh, pouring millions of, of dollars into the project. And something went wrong. The, the team... Um, for whatever reason, uh, it couldn't quite get the game to work out how they wanted it to. Um, it just wasn't coming together, and the team kind of knew it, and eventually, instead of releasing it, uh, a game that was just n not up to their standards, they let it die. Um, very little they, is actually known of it. They let it fall. Titanfall. Yes. Oh! <laughs> and it became Titanfall. No. Um, no, the, very little of the game is actually known, uh, and the team who are all like very A-type personalities working at a company who is known for producing awesome 
video games and surrounded by their colleagues who kind of uh, have these big projects, very, very successful projects, they wanted to prove more so probably to themselves than anyone else that they could make a very successful video game. And it seems by all accounts that they, they buckled down and just tried their asses off and out came Overwatch. Um, Overwatch is incredibly polished, like we said. Everyone seems to love it. I mean, Bran was just telling me about how uh, the day it released, when uh, everyone was waiting for for it to 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 launch, uh, there was more people on the Overwatch subreddit than there were on the um, Reddit front. On page. the Reddit homepage, yeah. yeah. Like the, people were just chomping at the bit. It was the top thing on on Twitch, and it wasn't even out yet. People were just watching and waiting for it to come well... out. Well. Might have been out at that point. No, I just I was wasn't there. out. Out. Yeah. Well, they had some server issues, which I wanted to talk about. Actually, I was surprised at how how um, quickly they recuperated from that. Not even recuperated. Like, do you remember? I mean, you were there with me, Diablo two. Oh yeah. Air two three two. Like that was that was awful. That sucked. We were we would get in for like we would wait for like hours and hours, and we'd have to stop playing for like you know to eat or go to school, and we'd come back and like the next day it was still having issues. Like that was bullshit. That was bullshit. And the community um, felt let their ire be felt. Um, Blizzard has I mean, really learned from them. It so. wouldn't be a Blizzard launch if there wasn't server problems. <laughs> but yeah, I feel I was, like it's happened with every game. It's true. A lot, most of the major games right now that have an online only element uh, have had issues. Some kind of problem at launch, and, or at least like the popular games. Yes. And Blizzard took those lessons that it had from from Diablo three and, and other launches, mostly from Diablo three, and kicked butt. I mean, the game was supposed to come out at seven o'clock our time, uh, and we got into a game at seven twenty. Um, well, so... shit! Now you now they know the time zone we live in. <gasps> I got I got into a game much earlier than that, but then you got online and invited me, and I was like, "Wow, I'm excited!" Oh I'm my god, play. I have to play with my friend, and then um... I have to wait for another half hour. But also, it's because they did a different server thing, apparently, this time. Oh, do you know uh, the specifics? Uh, they, they did, like, some Amazon service where you're able to rent servers from Amazon. Really? Yeah. Well, just for the launch. And, oh, for any time traffic gets high, you can be like, we need some servers. That's a really cool idea. I'm surprised that a, a company like Blizzard has to do that. But then again, like, I mean, like, you don't need all those servers all the time, so why not? That's really cool. Yeah. It, uh... It seems to have helped. Yeah, no, it was it was awesome. I was really really impressed so much that so that I mentioned it on the podcast. Um, but getting back to Titan, kind of evolving into Overwatch. Um, so yeah, the the team really buckled down and 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 pushed well not pushed out. They they carefully crafted Overwatch, and it, again, it seems to be a huge success uh, for them, which is awesome. I'm sure that's incredibly validating. Um, there was a, a documentary called uh, The Story of Overwatch, which, where I'm getting most of this information from, um, where the creative director, I believe, Jeff Kaplan, I might be getting the names mixed up, but he went on stage at BlizzCon 2014 to reveal the game to the public. And having just come off of the... I mean, it sounds harsh, but that's what it was, the, the failure that was Titan, being able to present a game that him and his team were really proud of and excited for to an audience and have that audience react so well to it was apparently incredibly validating to them. Um, so now that the game's out, and like I said, hugely successful, um, I'm, I'm sure they're all on uh, on vacation. Probably not. They're all probably scrambling to get the game running. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
But um, yeah, that's kind of the the how Overwatch transitioned from Titan. Now, as far as actual game elements, like developer passions aside, um, we don't know what parts of Titan managed to migrate over to Overwatch. We know that some character elements and some story elements might have transitioned over, but no one knows for sure exactly what. Um, because again, Titanfall is, is a big secret that I'm sure Blizzard will take to its grave, or at least we'll release in an art book in 10 years. Not Titanfall. Titan, did I say Titanfall? You said Titanfall. Taylor's joke is still in my head. <laughs> yeah, he's going to sue us. Oh, no! <laughs> those, those podcast kids, we'll show them. But, um, yeah, we're, we're not sure exactly what managed to transition. I, I believe someone mentioned that Titanfall, or Titan, sorry, was going to be <laughs> an MMO with some sort of shooting, like first-person shooter aspects. I don't know if with that's true. Sims. With the Sims. With the Sims? Yeah, it was going to have sim like Sims in it. It was great. Yeah, it was developed It was really by ambitious. <laughs> it was developed by Maxis. It was actually a galaxy simulator. You can make your own races. Oh, wait, that's Spore. Um... Uh, no, but like it, it was gonna have something that is kin to The Sims. Really? It. Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah, man. it was really ambitious. Yeah, and uh, again, and it it just it was it was too ambitious, really. Um, which is interesting that after that big project, they they went down to something a little bit smaller, such as Overwatch. Like Overwatch, it does have a story, but none of it's in game. There is no campaign, as I'm sure everyone who's listening to this knows. It's just the competitive aspect of it. Um, so they just wanted to to get that as good as possible, which is funny after such a, a massive undertaking that Titan seemed to be. Um, well, I've always think like simpler is better, and so you can you can do better things in a smaller focused way than trying to do a grand, big old thing. I and agree. So, I I think that's a lesson they learned from Hearthstone. Yes. Yes. Hearthstone's Hearth an incredibly small team. For Blizzard. Yeah, the Hearthstone team is small. The game is, like you said, very focused, very simple, but very, very fun and watchable. Um, I was a little bit surprised, but very glad to hear that they would launch um, Overwatch as a one-time payment game um, because of their recent, more recent games, uh, Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm. Both of both games I, I really, really like, but I, ha I have... It's a source of frustration to me that I can't have everything in those games. I would gladly pay 40, 60 bucks. Uh, I don't want to pay 10 or 20 every couple months for their newest stuff. Like I, that's that's too much for me. Not having all that is a little annoying. Um, but Overwatch was like, nope, 40 bucks for the basic version of the game. You have all the characters unlocked. Like you don't have to pay extra for them. There's going to be new maps and characters released in the future, and they're all going to be free um, as long as you have the game. When did they say character more characters? Um, multiple times. I don't know exactly specifically, but I did look this up before I, I said it. They have said that there will be more characters and maps, and they will be free. Okay. Because uh, I just remember, like, it was a while ago that they would be making no more characters. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if they, if they kind of flip-flopped on that at any point, but it has been two years since the game was revealed, so... Uh, it was when they revealed the last set of characters. Oh, yeah, uh, I think that was supposed to be for launch. There would be no characters revealed. But, yes, they have said that they will. They are already actively developing characters. I think we can expect the new one in a couple months, two or three months, I think, I said somewhere. I shouldn't say that because I don't know that for a fact. 
But in either case, I was really glad that Overwatch is a one-time payment game. And it's not terribly expensive, it's 40 bucks. Most games, like, I just bought a Wii U game recently, and that was $80. Blew my mind. It's that, well, it's $40 or $50 or whatever it is on PC. For Xbox and PS4, pretty sure it's $80. I you might be right. I would like to check, but I don't Xbox, want. Xbox, I, I know a hundred percent because there's only a bundled option available. Interesting. I wonder why they did that, but uh, I think that's not them. I think that's Microsoft. Speaking of the consoles, that's another lesson that uh, Blizzard seems to have learned from Diablo three. Um, Diablo three originally released only on PC, um, but later on there was a console version of the game. Uh, that is apparently, by all accounts, I never played it, but it's very, very good. Um, they they added some more, like some different control elements. The camera's locked to your character. Um, the uh, there's a roll function. A few abilities work slightly differently, as far as I understand. But for the most part, it's the same game on a console. And uh, Overwatch, I mean, shooters are well at home on consoles, uh, and um, Blizzard seems to have made a very good port of the game. If, it, if it's even considered a port. I mean, they were developed in tandem. No, I don't think the Xbox version was. Or the uh, console version. Oh. Yeah. They developed it later on? Oh, maybe you're right. I yeah, think they, they um, announced it um, at some point later on. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was quite a while after, actually. Hmm. It was after the whole uh, auction house fiasco. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The Diablo 3 auction house. Uh, do either of you have experience playing Overwatch on the consoles? No, I never did. Oh. I I strictly played it on PC. I mean, it's a PC game. It should be played on PC. I will not bother the console version. Yeah, if any of our listeners have listened to our other podcast, Press Data Podcast, go check it out. Um, they'll know that I dislike shooters on consoles. I am very bad at shooters at consoles, which is why I dislike them. So I've stuck to PC. That's That's where I do most of my gaming anyways, so... Yeah, I don't have any experience with that. Um, with that, I think that pretty much wraps us up. Is there anything you guys want to mention? Overwatch is out! It's exciting. It's out. It is very excited. We're all excited. We might, we might seem a little bit sleepy, but it's because it's it's kind of late where we are now. But And we might have stayed, stayed up a little Wait, bit late I playing say, Overwatch. Do I seem sleepy? I seem sleepy. I'm definitely sleepy. <laughs> you guys suck. But... I'll be playing Overwatch right after this. I think oh, I'll have to fit in a game before I, I do some of my of my housework. But uh, yes, that pretty much wraps up our first ep- our first ever episode of Press A for Overtime. Still yeah, hard to say that, that title. Episode. I did, I did. Um, but yeah, it, I think that went well. So we'll do our little spiel and then head on out of here. So um, if you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing or giving us a rating on iTunes. We have another show called Press Ada Podcast, which I just mentioned, where we review a different video game every episode. Uh, you can follow both shows on Twitter and at YouTube at Press Ada Podcast for updates. Um, we might have a separate Twitter and, and such for, for this show in the future, but for now, that's the best place you can contact us. Uh, and if you have any emails, pre- uh, please send them to pressapodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Have fun and good luck. No, no, no. You, you can't use that. That's the other podcast. Oh, uh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 it's Hanoon. It's like, it, it, it's no.
Doesn't work either. Hmm. You need you need to work on that one. All right, bye. Forget guys. it. Bye. Victory.